Hello and happy spring, everyone, at least those in the northern hemisphere of our planet Earth. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, a special podcast for Wednesday, March the 21st, 2007. This will be show number 110, and we have a special guest interview on the cast today. So stand by. Here we go. Rico. Re-re-re-re-rico. Drex and Sci-Fi. Drex and Sci-Fi. Captain. Incoming message. A weekly dose of sci-fi and Star Trek information. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. I know this shit like the back of my hand. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Rico, and we've got a special guest interview this week with uh, George of KMCollect.com. This is kind of a fan-focused segment to some degree. George has a online a collectible store called KM Collect, and it's been going for uh, more than a year now, and we did a little uh, Skype interview with him uh, over the weekend, and I just kind of edited it up and put it into this podcast. That's what the main uh, subject, and really the main topic for this uh, special Wednesday show is going to be, talking with George and about some of the products and great prices and things that he has at KM Collect. I'm not going to talk too much before we get into the interview with George uh, of the uh, store there, this store on the internet. But uh, I do want to say one uh, one big thing. This interview, we had some issues with Skype. Uh, we're not sure exactly where or how it was going on or what was the problem, but a lot of static and interference was happening when George would talk. I tried to edit most of it out of the interview, but occasionally when I made an edit, what I did is I put a little uh, kind of a Star Trek sound effect in. It'll sound like this. When you hear that sound, that means that's where a point where I've had to edit some uh, material out because of too much interference and static. I don't know what was going on over the weekend when we recorded. Sorry about all the cuts and things like that, but I think you'll get the gist of uh, what George and I talk about over this. Uh, it's about 25-minute long little interview. And at the end, listen for a special announcement about a code to save even more off his store. So here we go with the interview with George of KM Collect. To start with, um, George from KM Collect, why don't you just uh, give me a little bit of uh, background on your, you know, how you got into uh, forming this uh, online store, selling collectibles, what your interest is in that, uh, is it something you've been interested in for a long time and then just kind of wanted to turn it into a business? Uh, why don't you just start with uh, some background on, on how you got into it? Well, um, I guess the best way to be, uh, I, re- I kind of fell upon a master replicas item on eBay one day, and it was a Luke Empire Strikes Back lightsaber, and Luke happens to be my favorite character from Star Wars, and from fighting collection of But in the back of my mind, I always knew I wanted to carry a master replica product, and that was my door into the collectible market. So I waited my six months if they required to become a retailer, and then I for other people who wanted to collect who might have been in my situation where I didn't, you know, they didn't have a hundreds and hundreds of dollars to throw away on 
something and if it was a little bit cheaper they might be able to go on and get it yeah the uh the noise seems to have stopped here temporarily so it was running through most of your discussion there but then it stopped so we'll keep rolling so basically you you got into it it sounds like to try to offset uh the cost for yourself at least personally you wanted to collect some of these things and you uh you thought by selling them it was a way for you to get things at, at a better price and and sort of uh, be able to collect the things that you liked as well. That's correct. Um, I also uh, like the fact that when somebody, when I, when I sell something to somebody, and I get to get my hands on it and see it for myself firsthand. Well, how long? Uh, how long have you been actively doing this now? For uh, you know, with your, uh, you've got a website at kmcollect.com and. I think you, uh, you've you been talking a little bit about getting a retail front store, but how long have you been in, in doing this pretty actively? Well, uh, we actually started in January of last year. It was our first year in business, our first month. And we started with records. <laughs> and we learned our lesson there. Oh, regular uh, good old uh, LP-type records? Yep, vinyl records. Ah, <laughs> nothing there like vinyl. A, yeah, there was a big supply here in Maine, and... We went out and we went crazy. We bought about seven or eight hundred dollars worth of records and realized that we didn't really have the knowledge of what people wanted, and so we ended up with a lot of stuff that nobody wanted. You completely then uh, are you completely out of the record part of the business now? Then I've still got about six hundred records kicking around here in storage that I just I don't I don't want to deal with personally. Yeah. <laughs> Now, do you normally, were you, when you were doing the records, do, do you, were you just trying to sell those via your own uh, personal website, or were you doing it like through eBay and those kind of places? We were eBaying, and we had a very first website. Which was... Yeah, it's, uh, you know, those, those kind of things, I think any kind of collecting, whatever it is, records, uh, TV movie collectibles, uh, Beanie Babies, they seem to go through waves, you know. Sometimes they're uh, things are really hot, and sometimes they're not. I guess I, I don't know. I, it's uh, you're probably a little bit better in tune with that than I am. But it's, I mean, I even know someone. Uh, I, I've known a few people that try to buy and resell things on eBay. You know, they basically just almost play the market. You know, and I don't know how. I, it it takes a lot of time to do something like that. Have you? Is that something you've ever done, or have you ever tried to, you know, just buy something and then resell it type thing, or do you? try to buy the original stuff and then, and then sell it yourself? Well, I, I always keep my eye open. One of the uh, recent examples would be the uh, Battlestar Titaniums, the little toys. Yes, okay. Those came out really quick and they disappeared really fast. And being up here in Maine, I was lucky enough to find a small supply and yeah. everybody wanted them. So I, I do keep my eyes open for stuff like that. Now, are you just picking those up at uh, uh, off of off of retail shelves and then, and then selling them again online? Yep, uh, that's what we did with most of them. Vipers, both uh, rap, uh, raiders, and all that stuff. And, oh, okay. And people will pay who are over. Uh, I think we sold every one of them. We sold one went to Norway, one went to the United Kingdom, and one went down to. Uh, wow, that's pretty Australia. amazing. Yeah. So you are selling things worldwide. You'll sell and ship worldwide. Obviously, shipping costs a little bit more, but you're not just sticking to the United States. Correct. Uh, on the website, um, Continental U.S. shipping is included in everything except for studio scale.
the internet these days, especially, you know, not just these days, but, you know, I should say the internet in general is a worldwide, uh, worldwide group of people out there that are looking at things. And I know, uh, even from the little things that I've done on my show, my uh, podcast, and when I pointed people to certain places, even our friends in Canada and Mexico and those kind of places sometimes will have a hard time. So I'm sure that you, uh, you ship to those places pretty regularly, right? Yep, uh, I do a lot in Canada. Uh, I think the second place online that I do the most business is uh, right over in the United Kingdom. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the, the oddest place, uh, we've done some Singapore and some of Malaysia. Well, tell me a little bit about your current, uh, your current products, your, your main products that you're selling on the website, the current companies you're, you're dealing with. Uh, maybe some of the items you've got right now, some things you're maybe uh, going to be getting in in the near future, and, and just give me kind of a rundown of the kind of products you're carrying and, and will be carrying in the next few months. Well, um, I'll go with our newest products. Uh, we've got uh, Master Replicas is releasing uh, three FXs in the next few months. Uh, the first one releasing next week I'll actually have in hand is the Yodas. And we did a special on that, which was 90 shipped in the U.S. And I think we sold... Oh, we're going to have to talk about that one when we're done with this little recording. <laughs> uh, we can do that. I think we pre-sold 40 of them. Wow, and, that's, that's impressive. And I've got more people who are, who are emailing and asking uh, about it overseas. And I, I think we generally have the cheapest overseas shipping rate because we're not, we're not charging for the convenience of us shipping overseas. We just charge what it costs us. Uh huh. That's uh, great. Well, that, that's good. Yeah, it's good. I know sometimes shipping becomes. I've I've bought a lot of things from a lot of different places online, and uh, you know, even throughout the years before online and through the mail, and, and shipping is something that seems like people just they kind of play games with. Them. So you're going to be getting the uh, Force FX sabers, the Yoda, and, and what else of the Force FX is coming out soon? Uh, we have the uh, the Darth Vader, A New Hope, and okay. the Luke, A New Hope. And yeah, those have been, uh, that, that Force FX line, I've got quite a few of them, and it's, it seems like for Master Replicas uh, and for Star Wars collectibles in general, I think it's been a, a, great, uh, a great seller, a great idea. I really love what they've done with those, and each, it seems like each time they make a new, uh, a new wave of them, a new... They, they kind of tweak things and improve them just a little bit more. So I, I, I've really been happy with that product. Yeah, uh, I've actually uh, played around with mine quite a bit. And I took one of the Darth Mauls that I got, and I, I had it converted to the Luxion just to see what it was like. And then I had a Luke Return of the Jedi that I converted over to a Luxion. Good. Okay, so uh, so Master Replicas. What else from uh, what else from Master Replicas are, do you have right now in stock? And you know, what are some of the the fun, nice items you think, and, and some stuff that's coming out uh, besides the sabers? Well, uh, the in stock items I've got all the and Slave One are those. Uh, what's the target timing on those? Is that is that supposed to be before the end of this year in two thousand seven? They're supposed to both be in 2007. Uh, I, I went to Toy Fair and I, I confronted them there, and they didn't have an exact date yet. And the product that they had to show for an example wasn't the best uh, setup because it wasn't 
it was a very raw model of what it may look like. Yeah, the uh, they're not even doing. I don't think they're doing. There's no pre-ordering or anything on those even yet, right? No, no. We we've been we've been talking price point, but nothing's been solid yet. All right. Yeah, because of the connection with the master replicas, well, I guess Corgi owns them now, basically. But they're still they're still retaining the name Master Replicas, right? That's correct. Yep. Okay. So uh, so you're carrying the. The what ships are they again? I think you're carrying the the TNG Enterprise, uh, a Klingon Bird of Prey, and then the TOS Enterprise. Is that right? The ones you have right now? Yeah, that's correct. Um, the ones that they get, it's just something that they're talking about doing in 2008. But um, if they do if they do release them, we're going to carry them for sure. And these are basically sort of a, a somewhat. I, I like to think of them as sort of a souped-up model model size uh, ship that's already pre-built. Around uh, what are they about a foot to a little bit longer in size, maybe 15 inches or so, give or take. And Actually, they're they're a little smaller than that. Oh, are they? Okay. The TOS Enterprise is about eight inches long, about three and a half inches wide, and the diecast. They're very nicely done and very detailed. Uh, they come with their own little plastic stand that they sit on. And they're die cast, right? Yep. Yeah, and so uh-huh. they uh, so they they must be fairly heavy then as well. Are those very heavy to ship? Yeah. Are are they? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, what does each one weigh? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not positive what each one weighs. The um, the TNG Enterprise is all die cast except for the saucer section, which is actually plastic because there would be no way. Yeah, and the, the other thing that's kind of, uh, you know, that, that people have to realize is these things, for the most part, master replicas, although you do see the Force FX sabers in, in certain stores and things, but are these Corgi ships, are they available anywhere on, on the retail market at all? Like, can you walk into, a, like, a Walmart or a Target and see those? I, I haven't at least seen them. Not on a Walmart or a Target. Uh, once in a while you'll find a common place that'll carry them. Right, but that's got to be a special order type situation. It's not like they're going to be stocked at toilet. Yeah, but yeah. Other so than that, you have to look for them. Okay, so that's the the corgi presence being felt at, at Master Replicas right now, and uh, and what else? Uh, as far as uh, either in the Star Trek, Star Wars licenses, I think that's what most people that listen to this uh, show are, are most interested in. I know Master Replicas is doing some Disney products. Well, they are doing some Pirates of the Caribbean, so I know there are people out there interested. I believe it's on the corgi side. They're going to do the Harry Potter. Miniature vehicles, the the double decker bus, the um, the car and stuff, and the train, stuff like that. I thought that coming was going to be good. Of course, the tricorder and the phaser that they're planning to do. Um, right, no, that's no, the uh, a, a next generation style tricorder from Star Trek yeah. Next Generation, and a an assault phaser that was seen in uh, in some of the Star Trek movies is what they're yeah. doing, right? Yep, and the, the tricorder is going to have lights and, and sound, as I was told, which I think is going to be excellent. Yeah, I think they're. I think they've kind of you know they've set the the bar for the Star Trek props as far as that goes. I mean, they did it with the original series phaser. How about uh, okay? So, um, what about the uh, other um, besides Master Replicas? You, you're dealing with a newer company that I saw on there called QMX. 
Why don't yeah. you tell me a little bit about them, what you have right now, what's coming out soon from them? Well, right now I have the money packs. Uh, they're from Serenity, and it's it's amazing. They've got a pack of money, and it feels like real money. It's the same exact. Set up a while ago. I, I'm not. I probably got it maybe more than a month ago. I had it on pre-order. I think directly from them for like it seemed like forever, and then it, and then I finally got it. It's it's yeah. It's a real nice little set, and it's not very expensive too. It was only I think twenty dollars or so. I think. Yep. So that's a, that's a nice little collectible, and you know some of these things can cost a lot of money. So it's it's nice that they came out with something that's not hugely expensive. Well, you'll notice too. We still have the fan pack. We only have a few left. Uh, they've actually been uh, retired by QNX. And the stuff you get now is a regular gift money pack. Right, so right. Still has, that still may have the golden ticket in it. Still has the map and stuff like that in there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then, uh, and they've got, they're doing Mal's, uh, from, uh, from the Serenity movie, they're doing Mal's Blaster, right? Yep. Or his gun, it, it, whatever it's, it's called. Uh, doing his pistol. pistol. And, um, I, I missed the chance to see a copy of it at Toy Fair. I guess one of the guys running around there had one, but I missed it. So I didn't get to see it firsthand, but... What's uh, the timing so looking on that? I know it seems like it's uh, taken longer than they had originally said. I think at yep. one point it was supposed to be out before the end of 2007. Yeah, they've had, they've, they've had a few setbacks, unfortunately. Um, supposedly, uh, last heard, and I was updated last week on it, we're looking about two weeks out for that. Oh, so it's finally going to, it's just about here then. A couple more weeks you should have them. That's, that's the hope. <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll now our, our, is QMX, uh, I don't know if it's really worth mentioning, but, you know, I, I think just about everything that Master Replicas makes is made in China these days. Is QMX doing the same thing? Do you know where they make their, their items at, where these yeah, pistols um, are? Yeah, um, they they actually went USA this time. They, they did it all in the U.S. Oh, okay. That's probably why we've got some of the delays. Uh, they're... But they should have a better target, at least on their timing, though. They they should have, you know, you don't have this then, like, you know, six-week uh, over-the-ocean shipping thing that they're, they've got to do deal with. They should have a, a little more accurate timing. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe still delayed, but, you know, at least yeah. when they say it's going to be a couple of weeks, they... they uh, yeah, when, when, they, when they narrow it down to a couple of weeks, it's usually good to go then. Now, how has um, that uh, item been been selling? I, I was kind of curious on how that's going, and I know it's a it's an, a limited edition, like a lot of the other things that we've been talking about. Well, I uh, I pre-ordered one case, and I've got that completely sold, and I've got a I've got an email list of about twenty two people who want pictures as soon as it actually is released. Uh, I find a lot of people want to wait and see what it actually looks like before they actually put their hands on it. Yeah, that's understandable. I, I've kind of I felt about that way a little bit. Now, you know, Master Replicas, I have to mention here, has got one thing I think that I've always liked that going for them, and that I think they'll. And I'm not sure since you're sort of a, a partnering with them, and, and you know, what do you call it, a resale reseller? Is that basically what you yep. do? I'm a retailer. Um, but but Master Replicas themselves will take anything back, regardless of of the reason, for I think 30 days. Is QMX offering the same kind of situation and sort of protection? As far as I know, they are. Uh, and if they don't, and you, and you fought it for me, I'm going to take it back. 
Right, because, you know, to me, I've always thought when, when there's people saying, oh, I don't want to buy it until I see it and things like that, and, you know, I can still understand that. Maybe you don't even want to deal with it until you see it and make sure that you want it, but if you've got a sort of a one-month time period where where you can actually look at the thing in, in person even, it's almost, you know, it's a nice safety net, so. Yeah, well, the, the good thing is when you buy from an authorized dealer on the master replica side, you've got 90 days if anything goes wrong with it send it back without a problem direct to master replicas you don't have to call me if you don't want to i'm more than happy to do all the paperwork for you if you want me to and get the return set up well that's great that's great because it's it is sometimes you know, these things become they're pre-ordered so far in advance and you know everyone's worried about maybe missing out or you know these limited editions and stuff all these companies it's uh it's nice that uh you've got a little bit of a protection and a safety net there yeah uh a good example of pre-ordered very far in advance would be the Boba Fett Signature Blaster, or just the Boba Fett LE Blaster. And let me just say, these things have, it's just amazing. I'm yeah. Metal and I've got some really nice pictures. If anybody wants have you heard of any? Uh, was there any particular reasons that was that were taking place? Do you know of anything of why it got so? you know, delayed at all? I know what the latest delay is. The latest delay is the blaster itself, now that they've got it back, it's so heavy. It's breaking the face they're offering with it. Could you uh, say that again? You, you kind of broke up for a second. Just go ahead and say yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's actually breaking the cases that they're offering with the blaster. Uh, the blaster itself is close to 20 pounds. It's really heavy. Oh, and okay. They've, they've offered a case just like the lightsabers with the acrylic and the metal, I mean the mirror and stuff like that, and they're having a trouble... Rethink of how they're packing the things together. Maybe the case will have to be a separate separate item and then the blaster come in a separate box. You know, I know they, they've always done a really good job at packing things. I've only I've bought so many things from them over the years, and I've only ever had one thing... And it was the case that was uh, cracked, the bottom of it, and I got a new one. But uh, I, I've, I've really been impressed with the way they pack things. So. Yeah, case in point, the main So what else, uh, what else is coming out down the pike that you think is exciting for the rest of this year from the from the different places that you uh, you work with? Well, uh, we've got some more titanium to the plan, and I'm trying to get a touch with Hasbro and become a direct retailer with them as well. Uh, just because people do collect the titanium, small collectible, they're not out a million dollars to collect the set. Right. Which people a lot. Uh, right. Those are the basically, for those that don't know, that's like a basically, it's roughly a action figure size that's sort of done in, in metal, right? Yep, three inches. Right. And they've... Uh, those have been uh, on, on some store shelves, but I know they're, sometimes it's hard to find the full sets. Sometimes it's hard to find it. And you sell those individually, right, or also in sets? If, I, if I'm lucky enough to find the set, I'll sell it together as a set. Uh, but I do offer the individual pieces. Uh, okay. If- All right, George, what else, uh, what else did you want to say here before uh, we finish up about uh, the items you're carrying and anything else uh as far as uh, what people might have to look forward to and uh, and maybe uh, a little bit about the different products you've got right now. Well, um, we try... I would say if you're, if you're thinking and you're on the fence about an FX, be it the Luke, the New Hope, or the Yoda, 
your best bet is to go out and get one soon because the way they are selling that with the with the Loop and New Hope, I know that's going to be back ordered within a month or so of being released because we're getting so many orders for it. Um, so if you're if you're kind of on the fence of something like that, I would definitely go for it. No, you said those are going to be out before uh, before May, before the big thirtieth uh, anniversary. Well, actually, they're looking at June right now. Oh, okay. I've got to also say one thing about uh, since I just got uh, one uh, about a month or maybe a month and a half ago, a little bit about the couple of very large Master Replicas studio scale models that they've got out right now. The, uh, the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, of course, and the Enterprise from the original Enterprise, or Enterprise uh, from the original Star Trek series, I should say. You, uh, you're, you're selling those, and I have to say, you have a really good price on your website. Uh, do you still have both of those items in, in stock and, and available? I have a couple signatures left in stock. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think that's. Uh, those are both. Uh, Amazing items, you know. It's uh, it's really amazing when they do something of that scale and that uh, complexity, and have it come off, uh, you know, as well as it did. There there have been some uh, slight issues, I think, with both both of those pieces, but I think overall, uh, considering that, like I said, the complexity, I I think that they did a really great job on them. Uh, I've only got the Enterprise. Which I'd love to have gotten both, but they kind of kind of came out at the same time. It was a little bit tricky on the on both fairly expensive items, so it's uh, may- maybe one day for the Falcon. I'm, but I will say we sold, uh, just before Christmas, we sold about 22 Falcons. And out of those Falcons, we didn't have one with a problem. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's great. I, one in January that actually ended up with that, the mandible missing that everybody was complaining about. And we shipped that right back to Master Replicas, and they have a better one now. So Yeah. Yeah, We've got a real good turnaround time on stuff like that. Yeah, they they did an amazing job on those, and uh, considering the you know, like I said, how there are so many people out there that know these things as well as they do, to have them come out the way they did, I think is great. So, well, I think uh, I think that's just going to be about it for us. I want to you know tell you you know I really appreciate you taking some time to talk to uh, to me and to the people listening to the show. Uh, I, we talked a little bit earlier, and you said that you would be willing to offer anyone listening to this podcast or members uh, of the forums at Trex and Sci-Fi uh, an extra 5% off. Yep, I can do that. So uh, just... We'll, uh, we'll, make the, we'll make the promo code. Uh, any idea? Uh, yeah, why don't you just make it uh, Trek SF1? How about that? That sounds good to me. That's okay. So we'll uh, we'll uh, say uh, you know I have to say these are some great items and to begin with at kmcollect.com at the website they have some great uh, prices there to begin with and for anyone listening if you want an extra five percent off of that uh, just use Trek SF one for your code and uh, George uh, just hang on the line and I'm gonna just stop the recording and we can chit chat a little bit more. All right, good. Okay. Well, I hope you got most of that interview. Uh, I had a real good time talking with George, again, of kmcollect.com. He's uh, actually also a member on the Trek SF forums at treksf.com 
slash forums. Uh, his uh, user ID there is Belinsky. So if you're a member on the forums, you can send him a little personal message if you'd like. Uh, again, I want to thank George for talking to me and talking to the people that listen to Treks in Sci-Fi. The code, again, uh, that should be active uh, starting when this podcast goes out is TrekSF1 to save an extra 5%. And I have to say, uh, I do watch a lot of collectibles things and shops online and places to buy these kind of uh, messed replicas, QMX, mostly prop replicas. And he's got some of the Corgi ships that uh, is are being put out, uh, TNG, uh, the Klingon Bird of Prey we talked about, and all those kind of nice things. And 5%, uh, especially in some of these bigger ticket items, is a great saving. So use the code TREKSF1 at kmcollect.com to save yourself a little money off some already great prices. So thanks again for listening to this Wednesday special Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. This is Rico signing off until the weekend. Everyone take care. I will talk to you again on Sunday. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production. You said don't talk fast, and that's how you show excitement. All right, talking. talk a little faster. Okay. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production. This podcast, copyright 2007, all rights reserved.